Hey, you. Yeah, you. You ever been to camp? Look at you. Of course you haven't. You're a wrestling fan. But Killian McMurphy and Big Dust are here to let you in on a little secret. You can go to Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. You looking for wrestling that's fun? Wrestling that's different? Wrestling that everyone's gonna love? Or are you just looking for Killian McMurphy to beat the snot out of some geek? That's Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. Tune in now, nerds. Hi, this is Jesse Nolan, and you are listening to the Nerds of Wrestling podcast. Hey, what is going on, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of What's Up Wrestler on the Nerds of Wrestling podcast. We have an exciting show for you today, and my guest at this very time is the girl on fire, Jesse Nolan. Jesse, what is going on? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you. I've heard amazing things about you, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to get to know more about the girl on fire. Yes, I'm excited to be on. I told you a while ago that I was itching to get on here. <laughs> I know. That's surprising. I was like, oh, you were waiting to come on? <laughs> Man, I got to get you on now. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, this is a question that's always asked every single time on the podcast. I'm, you know, you listen to my podcast. I have to ask. And it's a question that, you know, has to be answered. We're living in a crazy time right now. What have you been doing to kind of stay positive right now? Um. Wrestling, honestly. There you go. Yeah, wrestling yeah. has always been there for us. Uh, yeah. uh, there's so much wrestling, though, that is on right now, and just everything is going on. Have you been uh, keeping up with the current product? Um, I watch – I i haven't really watched WWE a lot. I haven't watched a lot of their product. I, I mean, I follow it on social right. media, so I always have a general idea of what's going on. Um, I do watch AEW. I keep up with that. Um, so I go to the gym like four to five times a week and I would start my gym workout with like a good amount of cardio. And so I would always watch AEW Dark on Tuesday nights. There you go. Cardio. So I just kind of made it a habit and now I try to keep up with it. AEW is so good. And you said you go to the gym uh four to five times a week i yeah i can't relate to that um well let's skip let, let's skip that uh, aew is uh such a such an awesome brand and such a just a unique sort sort of wrestling uh, i love i love how it's more you know correct me if i'm wrong for the people who are watching or listening i love how it's more independent based more than just straight wwe base you know what i mean uh because you know you know i know uh, a lot of the guys listening uh and a lot of people watching know that AEW is straight a lot of guys from the independent scene and a lot of guys who were signed to WWE as well. But AEW is something that I love and is something that I feel is doing extremely right. Uh, when you first started watching AEW, who were some wrestlers that, you know, you really got hooked to? Um, 
Sorry, I apologize in advance. I have three dogs and two cats, and they're all like right in this general area. It's okay. <laughs> um. So I, when I first started watching, I was, um, you know, focused a lot on the women's division. I started watching actually right after Chris Statlander got injured, Ooh. unfortunately. So I didn't really get to see her. I mean, I've watched her appearances since then on like YouTube and stuff. But, um, you know, I watch like, uh, I'm a big Britt Baker fan. I, um, I love her. I love her. her for her i have gotten lots of makeup ideas from her for my when i wear um my gear um there's um oh my goodness there's so many thunder rosa has been on there a lot lately she is great right yep yep um you know and lately we've had like bear country i love those too they're great um i've seen a lot of people who i know personally that have you know appeared on there um JD Drake, he's been on there a few episodes. He's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I mean, they have a very well-rounded roster, and um, there's really a lot to learn from their product. Yeah, it's so, like you were saying, Bear Country and uh, JD Drake. I know you know them, um, all, all those guys from uh, Limitless Wrestling. We'll talk about Limitless very soon, but it's yeah, AEW just amazing. I love how you love Britt Baker because Britt Baker is um, one of my favorite women wrestlers. Uh, you know, and uh, I would absolutely die if I ever met her. I'm just saying, you know, really <laughs> quick. Um, I I don't know as we're recording this. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker threw on a banger this past Wednesday. Uh, what were your thoughts about that match? So I have not actually seen it yet. I, no, not yet. Yeah. So I've seen, I've obviously seen like pictures all over Instagram and I, I've heard that it's, it was pretty bloody, pretty crazy. And yep. um, I was actually planning on watching that tonight after we're done. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Cause it was, it was a banger. Like they, 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 they tore the house down. Uh, you know, growing up as a young, young Jesse Nolan, uh, when did, how did you really first start getting into wrestling? So I've watched wrestling ever since I was a little kid. Um, my dad would always have it on the TV when I would go see him. Um, eventually in like 2006, 2007, I started watching it myself, like more seriously. Um, I started getting really into it. And I just always like, I don't know, I just fell in love with it. And it was something that I was very passionate about. Everybody, all my friends, anyone at school knew that I was like the girl who loved wrestling. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I really credit my love of wrestling to my dad. Um, you're probably the same age around um, as I am, uh, 26. I am, yes. Okay, so yeah, I've so I've I, I talked to a lot of wrestlers, you know that, and uh, every time I talk to a wrestler around my age, they always say I started watching wrestling around 06, 05, which is a hot time for wrestling back in the day. Like you know, like uh, you know, for the young young viewers who are watching or listening, like if you don't know how wrestling was, and obviously the ruthless, um, sorry, the uh, the attitude era was insane, but the ruthless aggression era always holds a special place in our heart because that's when we first started watching you know that's when we first got hooked into wrestling yeah. uh 06 07 was very hot year uh, that's when i started watching wrestling uh i don't know maybe maybe you're the same i started uh the first wrestlemania i've ever watched was wrestlemania 23 
live on pay-per-view. And I was so excited. And every time someone says that's their first WrestleMania, I always get so happy because, yeah, that's mine. Me too. You know, it's, <laughs> cra- it's crazy to think about. Uh, yeah. Do, do you remember your first WrestleMania that you've got to see? I think it was definitely either 23 or 24. One of the, one of those two, yeah. Tw- twenty three and twenty four were, were both great. Uh, twenty four, obviously, a lot of everyone knows uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, Ric Flair. Uh, yes, I definitely uh, saw that live. <laughs> oh, oh, you you had to see that live. Uh, yeah. Funny story. Uh, I got in trouble. Uh, you know, three days before uh the pay per view at school. Uh, my mom said that if I get in trouble one more time. You're not watching. We're not watching WrestleMania. So I had to be oh. in my best behavior. I Jesse, I was doing so good. I was doing so good. And then when was it? It was like, I think it was like a Thursday or like a Wednesday. It was that definitely like a Thursday. My mom found out I cheated on a science test. Oh. And she was like, "Yup, nope, you're not watching it." I was like, "Stop!" <laughs> I was so, I did not, I did not see WrestleMania 24 live. I did not get to see. Oh. Uh, but I, I was very, I was very upset. Uh, they didn't even let me to go to my friend's house to watch it. Like my friend invited me over, and my mom was like, "No, you're not going." Aww. Why? What the hell? I just cheated on the test. God, it's not a big deal. Relax. <laughs> Jesus, it's not. God, I didn't do anything illegal. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, tell us more about you, though. Tell us more about how you got into uh, wrestling and what made you strive to become a professional wrestler. Yeah. So, um, sorry, that's my cat. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, I. Like I said, like everyone in school knew that I really loved wrestling and I would just tell them all the time, like, I want to be one someday. I want to be one someday. And um, my sister, uh, who you actually know, Rebecca, um, was going to Limitless events. And, you know, I was busy. I was um, I was married at the time and I was working. And oh, wow. Yep. So she finally got me to an event and it was um, Welcome to the Dance. Nice. Tommy Dreamer was there. And that's really was like the selling point for me because I'm a huge Tommy Dreamer fan. Um, so I went to that show and then I actually ended up going to a smaller indie show um, up here in uh like northern maine um and i ended up meeting randy carver who is the owner of limitless and um they had just opened up a school like four or five months beforehand and i had found that out and i kind of like jokingly was like hey randy you should let me come train and he's like okay so i did Well, shit, look at that. That's awesome. Uh, Limitless Wrestling is an absolute gem. Uh, I live in Connecticut, and I don't drive. And so so for me to go to a Limitless show would take a lot of uh, a lot of convincing and a lot of uh, begging and pleading for someone to drive me to a Limitless. I, I know it's like a good six, seven-hour drive from where I am. So I remember I remember I tweeted to Limitless, like, bruh, I really want to go to a Limitless show, but it's too far of a drive. They tweeted back, it's worth it. <laughs> I know I know I 100% know it's worth it man I, I watch the shows I I love Limitless uh Randy is such a good promoter and I'm so excited for uh Double Vision uh this week as we're recording this uh you know Double Vision is a big pay-per-view as well uh you know uh, Christian Casanova versus Daniel Garcia Daniel Garcia is one wrestler I really want to uh talk about uh, uh, he's a monster he's so good and he daniel garcia definitely has a bright future ahead of him um when did you first meet uh daniel garcia what are your thoughts on him 
So I first met him probably um, right before COVID started. Okay. Um, I was at a limitless taping. I'm, I typically do ring crew for those. Um, and, you know, I, I'm a big Daniel Garcia fan. Um, my sister is as well. And she kind of got me into him as a wrestler. Um, he's very humble. Um, he's very like, not serious, but like, he's just like so focused when he's at events and, um, you know, always striving to do the best he can in his matches. And it's really, it's really cool to see um, the transformation that he's made in like just the past year, you know, he's dropped a lot of weight. He looks great. Um, he's worked really hard and he didn't let COVID stop him. He, he continued to work hard through that. You know, shout out, shout out to the people who really took advantage of COVID because you know, getting in shape, doing what they got to do. Uh, me getting in shape? No, I did not. Uh, I think I, I think I gained a little weight. Not not too much, but you know, I I definitely did take advantage of the time. I definitely wanted to work out, but no, that wasn't going to happen. Uh, you know, speaking of Daniel Garcia, uh, he's going to be wrestling Christian Casanova at Double Vision for the Limitless Title. Um, Daniel Garcia is my choice. And the past two wrestlers who won the Limitless Championship have moved on to bigger and better things. You know, Anthony Green, August Gray, and uh, Casanova, he just got signed to the WWE as well. Do you see that with Daniel Garcia if he wins the title? I think he has a very great possibility of being signed someday. Um, whether it be, you know, if he were to win the title on Friday, um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I think he's worked so hard and he's put his heart and his soul into it. And so I absolutely think that he deserves to be signed. Yeah, 100%. Uh, growing up as a wrestling fan, uh, you know, you were a big fan in middle school, big fan in school. Uh, did you, were you like kind of made fun of for liking it? And did you kind of have to like keep it a secret? Um, I don't think that I was necessarily made fun of. I think so. I was a very quiet, shy person growing up. And so everyone just kind of didn't expect it. <laughs> really? They're like, wait, you like wrestling? Um, but I mean, I would wear wrestling shirts to school and stuff. And I still have teachers to this day, like middle school teachers who I'm friends with on Facebook and like see me. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Now um, that like remember me from, you know, middle school and high school wearing my wrestling shirts and talking about wrestling and all that. That's incredible. Uh, you know, you said you started watching wrestling around 06, 05, as we discussed earlier. It was a very hot time for wrestling. Uh, who was who were some wrestlers that you were hooked to and you were just instant fans of? Big, hold on one second. This cat will not stop meowing if I don't pick her up. It's all good. <laughs> um, I was a very big Dave Batista fan. Was Love it. Love it. So sorry. There it's okay. It's okay. Um, so Batista was my favorite wrestler. And then I ended up. No one. Stop. My dog's name is Nolan. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, I'm sure the nerds will love the dog barking in the back. It's all good. Hold on. It's all right. We got you. All right. Break. Okay. 
so um, I actually ended up a big CM Punk fan as well. So I started watching um, the newer <gasps> version of ECW when that was on. Yeah, that was absolute shit. So <gasps> I started watching CM Punk and um, <sighs> they're not making this easy for me. It's all right. It's all right. Give me like 20 seconds. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Go for it. <laughs> right? Ashley says, a girl that likes dogs just makes me a fan. Ha, ha, ha. All right, nerds. Now is your time to uh, put in some questions and ask some questions to Jesse Nolan. Uh, I am going to put a quick ad break here. So we will return soon. I'm back. All right, and we're back on this Nerds of Wrestling podcast for What's Up Wrestler. I am here with Jesse Nolan, the girl on fire. Who has way too many animals in her house. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It happens. Okay, so CM Punk, ECW, 2006 and seven. I ended up becoming a really, really big fan of him. Um, he's someone that I still watch for, like, his technical wrestling. Um, Daniel Bryan. Big, big fan of Daniel Bryan. He was kind of, he wasn't really in WWE in that era, um, but he started pretty shortly after. Yeah, 2010 uh, with uh, Nexus and all of them. Exactly. Yeah. But had a lot of um, really good influences from that time period. What what really drew you to CM Punk? Because uh, CM Punk, you know, so 06, 07 CM Punk was great. You know, he, he was awesome in ECW, but I feel like, he was on, so he was on fire, obviously, you know, around that time because he won Money in the Bank two years in a row at uh, 08 and 09, if I'm not mistaken. And, but he really, in my opinion, at least, and hopefully everyone agrees, hopefully you agree, he really kind of skyrocketed his career in like 2010, 2011, especially with his feud with, um, his feud with uh, John Cena leaning into Money in the Bank. Is, um, you know, that match is one of the most talked, one of the best matches I've ever seen. Uh, uh, I don't know if you agree, but that's one of my favorite matches. Um, but you know, talk about CM Punk. What what really kind of drew you to CM Punk? Um, I just felt like he was always like very underrated. Yes. And, um, yes. You know, I just noticed how good he was, and like I just felt like he deserved more opportunity than he was getting at the time. And so, you know, when he went up and started on, like, Raw and actually started having title runs, I was like, finally, you know, this is the guy. Um, I mean, unfortunately, the company did not agree with that at the time and right. left. But, um, you know, I he's just so good. Like, I, I can't even – I couldn't tell you, like, one thing that really stands out. He's just, like, all around. Like, he's a really good wrestler. Talk, speaking of uh, yeah, he is very good. Speaking of underrated though, uh, who in your opinion is the most underrated wrestler in either WWE, uh, AEW, or any other promotion that you keep up with? I am. It's kind of hard. Yeah, it's kind of hard. <laughs> um, I mean, he just got some opportunities on AEW, but JD Drake. 
I think he is very underrated. He, from the very first time that I saw him wrestle, I was like blown away. He's so good. He's so good. Amazing. And, you know, I'm really glad that he is finally getting on a bigger stage with AEW because he absolutely deserves it. But, you know, he is a bigger guy, but he still moves. Like, Yeah, yeah. So look at Keith Lee. Look at Dijak. I mean, look at these guys. You know, he – I can – I, you know, I can watch him, like, be totally out of breath and still do a moonsault from the top rope. Like, Right. It's nuts. Yeah. His matches are consistent. Like, he's never, like – I don't know. He's just – he's great. He really is. Yeah, I was so excited for when I heard that he was good. When I saw that he was on Dark, he, he wrestled uh, Kingston. That was so cool. Good for him because JD Drake deserves that. And I know JD Drake is a is a workhorse. And so so shout out to JD Drake and uh, you know for appearing on AEW. And I hope that he gets signed eventually or he appears more on Dark. Uh, which is what I love about AEW Dark because you know you're not seeing all these guys who wrestle for AEW on TV Weekly, going on AEW Dark just to wrestle matches for whatever. You're seeing a whole bunch of new names from, brought upon us. Um, You know, I'm a big wrestling fan, nerds of wrestling here, and there's some names who I've never even heard of. I'm like, oh, okay, who's that? Who's she? Who's he? And that's what I love about AEW, especially AEW Dark, for, for introducing us to new wrestlers. And they're not wrestling, I, I, they're not wrestling nobodies. Like, they're wrestling, like, big names on dark you know ray phoenix pentagon jr uh you know thunder rosa uh you know i'm pretty sure cody rose wrestled in the dark episode before uh a while ago i could be wrong but you know there's so much wrestling i can't remember everything so if <laughs> cody rose have never wrestled in aew dark don't come you know don't come you know commenting on this say you know he never did that you idiot come on what are you talking about there's a lot of wrestling i'm just throwing names out there but Jesse Nolan, as an independent wrestler, you you know so many wrestlers who you've trained with, wrestled with, seen wrestle in person. When these names get signed to bigger companies like WWE or AEW, and you hear people who never heard about, you know, JD Drake before, or 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 you know, uh, Casey Navarro, or you know, Mike Verna before, uh, you know, just a bunch of names that have never really had a chance to. Um, shine on TV. Oh, when you hear somebody talk about them in a negative way, what are your thoughts? Like, what do you what what do you think about? Like, what do you say to them? Um, I guess I would say don't base your judgment on the few matches that you've seen if they're like in WWE or AEW. I'd say, you know, they're there for a reason. They got signed for a reason. They wouldn't be there if, you know, the company didn't feel like they were a talented wrestler. And I would point them in the direction of YouTube because right, exactly. so many matches on YouTube that are amazing and have a lot of views and people are big fans of. So, you know, um, and like all these wrestlers on the main roster of WWE started somewhere. Like they started right where I am. Right, right. Had to go through the whole process of you know going climbing the ladder and um they had those smaller indie matches in like a tiny bar in maine like for right. that you can find and watch and those matches added up to the point where a company wanted to sign them 
Exactly. You know, uh, I love how you said, you know, point them to, into the direction of YouTube because, you know, like people like, you know, they automatically judge them on like, oh, like who, who, why is he wrestling so-and-so? He doesn't deserve that. But, yo, calm down, bro. Like you don't know him. Go watch his stuff on YouTube. Like I'm not bashing uh, just straight WWE fans and I'm not bashing straight AEW fans. But if you don't know who a wrestler is, do your research before you say something negative because to someone else, like that's their favorite wrestler of all time, and they're they're seeing their their uh you know their moment shine, their opportunity shine because you know, like I said, you know, like you said, JD Drake, you know, Mike Verna, Casey Navarro, all these uh, you know, there's so many more names to mention, but just all these guys getting uh, a chance to shine on AEW, and not only AEW Dark, even when WWE was having shows and you've seen your local independent wrestling talent wrestle in the dark, um, just a quick little um poor you know i don't want to say jobber but a squash match you know because i don't know i know jobber is disrespectful i don't i don't use that term anymore but it but even seeing them wrestle in wwe for a quick two three minute match that's something that's very cool but you know you always have these haters you know haters are going to hate but just let them hate but like you said point them into the, um, into the direction of youtube because you don't know who they are so yeah, quick bit of advice there, nerds. Uh, uh, so I was like rambling on there. I, I get very passionate about wrestling, especially like, you know, these indie guys who get signed. And I know them. Like, don't be talking shit about, you know, Christian Casanova, bro. Like, go do your research. Yeah. Uh, you know, tell us about training. And I know that you said you talked to Randy and you were able to train uh, for with Limitless. What was that like? Uh, from, and not only as a fan, but like as a person just stepping into the squared circle for the first time and taking their first bump or running the ropes for the first time. What was that like? It was scary. <laughs> yeah, no, I bet. Um, It's you, your body moves in ways that you never ever thought it could, or you at least didn't think that um, you didn't think that it could without getting hurt, like seriously injured. Um, Man, I like my first class. I didn't even know how to get in a wrestling ring. Like I had never. Oh, <laughs> so you never like you know wiped your feet on the canvas? Like you just like yeah. stepped like oh. I had my first class with Alexander Lee, right. and I was like, um, "How do I get in?" <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh. so it, I started from the very bottom. And I, you know, I, I was like fairly athletic before, um, before, you know, starting to wrestle, but now it's like, if I'm not in the gym, like three or four times a week, I feel like, what am I even doing? <laughs> you know, it's so taxing on the body and it, it requires so much maintenance to your body yep. or for your body. Um, so I really, you know, tried to focus on not just my in-ring in-ring work, but my work on the outside too in the gym and, you know, watching what I'm eating and making sure I'm staying healthy, not doing something that's going to get me hurt. There you, you know, go. Outside of wrestling. So that's that's one thing on why I can't be a wrestler. I'm just kidding. I so I cannot be a wrestler at all. Uh, I give you guys so much credit for for going in there and doing what you got to do because I know it hurts like that. It's not a trampoline. Like that's the canvas is hard. Like it's a hard canvas. Like people, people say, Oh, it's just a trampoline. You go in there then and take a back bump. Like tell me if it's a trampoline. What you talking about, bro? I I'm not a wrestler. I know that's not a trampoline. Uh, you know, 
you get a lot of backlash probably for being a wrestler and you know saying it's I'm not gonna say the word the F word because it's disrespectful in wrestling. Uh what are your thoughts like when you hear people say that? Like like what 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 are your initial thoughts? Um I guess I don't know what you mean. Fake. Oh <laughs> come that on. Yes. Sorry, um, a little awkward there. Fake. I'm I was I wasn't going to say that, you know, on here, but like, you know, <laughs> F-A-K-E. I should have spelled it out. It's okay. Um, if somebody walked up to my face right now and told me that, I would say, you don't know the point of wrestling. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Art wrestling is um, two people or more moving their bodies in a way that they are putting on a performance for people. Um, and it's not easy. Hmm. It sucks. Sometimes it's really hard on the body. Like I can't even count how many times I've gotten like, you know, hurt. Like I've hurt my ribs. I've hurt my Oof. shoulder, both of them actually like it, really. It, Oof. Yeah. Like it's so hard. And it, I think that people should not be able to say that wrestling is the f word. Actually, there you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. No. I mean, me. But even as wrestling fans, we get we get uh, we get a little irritated when we hear that word because you know they the only reason why they say it's fake is because it's predetermined. Like that's your only argument. That's your only. That's your only argument is because it's predetermined. Mm -hmm. Come back. Come, come back to me when you got more um arguments because that's not a legit reason. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you like you said, you were into the ring for Limitless Wrestling. You didn't know how to uh go into the ring. Um, I know Alexander Lee. What was his reaction when you said that? Oh, he was totally cool about it. Like he, I mean, uh, he's like a really good person to train. Um, the very new people. Uh, yeah. Very good with like the basics, and he's very patient. Um. So he was totally cool with it. Like he he was very helpful and he gives really great advice. So I love that. You know, shout out to uh, Alexander Lee, uh, 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 the other guys too. Uh, you know, Danny and um, Agro as well from MSP. Uh, MSP is one of my favorite tag teams in the independent scene. Uh, they are fantastic, uh, in my opinion. Uh, they they're not overrated, but like they're kind of underrated as well because. A lot of people know who they are, but I feel like a lot of people should know who MSP are. And they're really, they're re I know they're really working hard to put their names more out there, which which I know they have no problems with at all. They, they could do it like that. Uh, what were your thoughts when you went to an independent show for Litmus and you first seen uh, these these guys called MSP? Uh, what were your what was your reaction to them? Uh, so my first Limitless show was when it was still the three of them. Yep. Um, and they were like automatic favorites. Like I just like loved, um, you know, their group name. I liked that they paid tribute to the state of Maine. I loved the way they wrestled and like the moves, their moveset. And um, so when I found out that the three of them were going to be three of my trainers, I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> this is awesome. But yeah. holy shit, kind of nerve wracking. Yeah, um, but they, like, the three of them, you know, Danger Kid and Aiden Agro and Alexander Lee are amazing. They really are. Um, I am just really lucky that I found 
the Limitless Dojo and that I that was the place that I got to start training because I've just gotten so many opportunities from it and I've found a really great group of trainers and a really great group of friends, um, MSP included. Of course. So yeah, it's it's just crazy to think about how it's been almost two years since I started now. Wow, that is kind of crazy. Uh, that, that's incredible. Uh, you know, like uh, I said, MSP is a uh, one of my favorite tag teams in the independent scene. Uh, for everyone listening and watching, if you don't know who MSP are, Mainstay Posse, please, I beg of you, please go check them out because they are good. They are so good. I go to a lot of Northeast wrestling shows. And when MSP, this was when there was all, um, all three of them, uh, you know, Alexander Lee included with the other two. Uh when I first saw them, I was like, I know them. Holy shit, it's MSP. No fucking way. I was, like, I was so happy for them. I was like, yo, good for them because I know they worked hard. You know, they work hard to get to where they are. And Northeast Wrestling is uh, is definitely something that they deserve. And I cannot wait. Speaking of Northeast Wrestling, uh, I can't wait to go to a show again. It's been officially a year since I've been to one. Uh, that is the longest time I've been without that promotion since i want to say 2018 i think yeah I, i've been to every single show in bethany in 2018 and 2019 try 2020 but you know like covid uh there's so much speaking of northeast wrestling there's so much um independent scenes in the northeast what are some names what are some promotions that you want jesse nolan to get uh to wrestle for um, I mean, ideally, I'd love to wrestle for Limitless, like not just on the road, but like an actual Limitless taping someday. Um, you know, Chaotic would be a really good company to work for. Um, beyond that is like probably very far in the future for me, but that would be a company I would love to be on because I have been to a couple of their shows and it's just so fun. Um yeah, I mean, those are the three big ones in the this area, at least. Those are some solid names there. And like I said before, there's so much independent wrestling that you can't name all of them because there's a lot, especially where we are. Uh, you know, after you were done training and everything, uh, how long did it take you to get booked into your first match? Um. So I trained for uh, 15 months before. Wow. Ooh. That's the I think that's the longest I've ever heard though. That's crazy. Wow. It did not help. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> it didn't help at all. So I started training in May of 2019. I had my first match against Danger Kid um, in last fall. So it was about 15 months. And um I've only had nine matches total so far since September. Um, but you know, the promotions up here in Maine are starting to slowly start back up. Um, so, you know, I've, I've been getting more opportunity. I've been doing some valeting and managing and stuff like that, too, which is always fun. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I still train. I still train every week. I still go as much as I can. I'm still in the gym all the time. So it's kind of, like, never-ending. Like, you kind of just never stop training, you know? like yeah something that you want to keep up with so that you can you know learn new things and stay up with the basics and get better as a wrestler 
Yeah, I, and I love that. Uh, you you got to wrestle a uh, Danger Kid. You said in your uh, your debut match, uh, and that's one of your trainers from MSP. Go check them out, nerds. MSP. Don't forget, I'm watching you. Go do it right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but I feel like a lot of people who who start wrestling should wrestle their trainer in their debut match. Do you agree? Absolutely. I am super happy that I got to wrestle Danger Kid. Um, and then, you know, last week, was it last week or the week before, I wrestled Alexander <laughs> on the road. Look at, look at that, yeah. My trainers. Um, you know, they, obviously, in a match with them, they know what you're capable of and they know your moveset. And so I got beat both times. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Hey, me. They and they were great matches. They were fantastic. The match with uh your date your debut match with a uh, Danger Kid was fantastic. Like holy shit! Like you knocked it out of the park. So good. Thank you. Of course, of course. And what you know? Did you wrestle um um Agro yet? I, I forgot it. God, what the fuck? No, I didn't forget his name. But Agro, did you get to wrestle Agro yet? I have not had the chance to wrestle him yet. Um. Damn. Yeah, he he's wild. He's like super athletic and fast and crazy and crazy in a good way. Um, so I'd be a little nervous. I mean, obviously, I was really nervous to get in the ring with Danger Kid because he's amazing. And Alexander Lee is amazing. Also underrated. One of yes. those very underrated wrestlers. Um, but yeah, no, I would love to wrestle Aiden Agro someday. I'm sure that it'll happen sooner rather than later. I'm pretty sure too. And um, Aiden, if you're listening, I promise I didn't uh, forget your name. I just, it's a lot of names to remember, bro. So if you're watching or listening, I'm sorry, homie. Uh, don't, don't hate me. Uh, yeah, but I'm waiting for that match with uh, you against Aiden Agro. Uh, I feel like a lot of people of uh, the fans of the road are as well. I feel like a lot of people are really invested in Jesse Nolan. And they are excited to see what's in store for Jesse Nolan. Uh, you know, you named all these promotions, and you, you, you're, you're already doing your thing on Limitless. And um, I'm sure a lot of people hope to see you at, and you know, a Limitless show, taping with actual fans. Uh, like I said, I've never been to a Limitless show, and I've always wanted to go. And I really do hope to go at some point. Uh, it just sucks they won't come to Connecticut. Uh, do you think? Obviously, Limitless is just Maine, but do you see them traveling? Outside of Maine? I think that they did at one point. Um, they really? Oh, with Blitzkrieg. Yes, that was one time. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, that was one time. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, wait, yeah, I did forget about that. But like, I know they did a uh, Limitless and Blitzkrieg uh, super show, which, oh my, I was there for that show. How do I forget that? Like, how do I forget <laughs> about, like, I, I knew it was at that show. I just forgot it was like a, you know, Limitless wrestling show. Yeah. Uh, were you there as well for that? No, that was way before my time. Um, oh, so good, so good. Uh, that's that's when I got to see uh, WWE. So August Gray, Anthony Green at the time. Uh, really skyrocket his career because I met it. I met Anthony Green on uh, August Gray way before he uh, became you know the, the retro AG. I met him as a referee in 2012. <laughs> so it was I, I knew I knew AG for a long time and I'm so happy for him. Uh but no that show uh that Blitz Cricket Limitless show oh my god so good but so long I think it was like three hours. Oh wow it was just it was nuts it, it was crazy uh, was it three hours it was like yeah, three four hours and because there was like all the guys from Limitless, all the guys from uh, Blitz Creek doing their thing. And I think, I forgot who won that night. 
uh, it kind of sucks that I forgot. I think Lilith. No, I think Blitzkrieg won. Uh, but yeah, sorry, I'm going off topic there a little bit. Um, other than wrestling, Jesse Nolan. Uh, what else do you like? Do you like? Do you like Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu? Um, yeah, I mean, I like Netflix. I I'm like, so I'm super into the gym. Like, I like really love the gym, and so I come home before I go to the gym and I watch people work out on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say the same. Uh, yeah, no, I because I, <laughs> I always like to like spice up my workouts and find new things that'll you know to try. Because if you do the same thing all the time, it gets kind of boring. Um, but yeah, I mean, I watch some shows on Netflix. Like I, I've seen like you know Breaking Bad, The Walking Dead, like all those like ones that everybody loves. Um, I watched. Oh my gosh! I think did I, you did you watch Cobra Kai? No. Oh, you gotta watch Cobra Kai. Well, funny Come story on. is that I had never seen the Karate Kid until like six months ago. I was gonna say you don't have to watch the Karate Kid to watch Cobra Kai. A lot of people think you do. I mean, it's good to know, but you don't have to watch it. You just you literally wow. just have to know like the kind of like a little bit of the background but it's not like you have to know every single thing um i i haven't watched the karate kid since i was like seven and <laughs> i i mean i watching the karate kid i know johnny i knew danny and i knew johnny v, uh, i knew danny v johnny in the uh the tournament when they were kids that's all i had to know i mean they just watch it from there but yeah. it it's so good we actually have some questions from uh you know uh first question from ashley she says have you ever watched someone train new people that you know that you know shouldn't be training new people like a trainer that shouldn't be training yeah thing right um, not at my school i mean we just have the same trainers um all the time but i mean i've seen people who try to train who probably shouldn't yeah i think uh, that was the, that was the next question i was i think that's the question she was probably trying to ask maybe um if not sorry uh yeah, yeah but like i'm sure you've seen people step into the ring that should not be stepping into the ring uh to put it kind of nicely what were what were your thoughts on that um i mean i get that some people like really want to try it and good on them for trying. Like, I feel like if you want to try something that, like, even wrestling, go ahead right. and try it. But it really isn't for everyone. It really isn't. And, um, you know, I, I, it takes a lot of courage to try it too. So, like, I'm not, I wouldn't knock on anyone that tries for sure. Um, but, you know, some people just come one class and then they're like, oh, Never mind. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, but hey, you know, kudos to them for trying because yeah. they they did something I would never want to do is take, step into the ring and take a back bump or anything like that because I know that shit hurts. Uh, you know, I want to go back just a little bit to ask you one more question. Um, a lot of people, a lot of wrestlers who train, once they take their first bag bump, once they run the ropes for the first time, they get that that kind of like adrenaline of like, yeah, this is where I belong. What was your reaction after your first bag bump? Or what was the first thing that uh, Alexander had you do in the ring? Um, we did rolls, I think, first. Um, so I think we did pretty much 
we did rolls, we did bumps, and then we did rope running all in my first class, if I remember correctly. It's been a while. No, um, of course. You know, the rolls were okay. I handled them a lot better than I thought my body would. Um, the bumps were scary, very scary, and they do hurt. Um, but, you know, I, I just – after that class, I was like, okay, you know, I, I knew that there was like an initial period where it was going to be really hard and you kind of have to like get over that hill before, you know, you really start being able to um, do more serious things. But of like, yeah, <clears throat> class, I was like, you know what, I want to do this. I want this. I wasn't afraid of it. Like I didn't scare me away or anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's been almost two years and I'm still going. That's incredible. And once this whole COVID shit is over, once everything is done, it seems like it's kind of gradually, slowly going away. If you can only hope, you know, fans, fans are able to go to wrestling shows again and people are starting to do their, do their thing. WrestleMania is going to have a crowd this year, which is a big, uh, big plus because watching WrestleMania last year was absolutely hard yeah. to watch, yeah. uh, especially those two nights. But I think, you stuck through it. I stuck through it. Everyone listening or watching, they stuck through it. And I'm pretty sure every single person is excited to see a, a 25,000 may, may seem like a lot, but for WrestleMania, it's not. But just to see, you know, compared to like 100,000 people, but just to have some sort of energy in the crowd. And I feel like this year's WrestleMania is not going to be, it's not hyped as much. But every single fan there is going to be on their feet. They're going to be just so happy to finally be at a WWE show. And this is going to be probably not the best WrestleMania ever, but it's going to be one of the, one of the, one of the record books for sure. Uh, but that's my opinion. Hopefully WrestleMania is good. Hopefully they they uh they don't let us down this year uh, like they did for the past couple years. Uh, Anyway, Jesse, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, don't worry about your dogs. Don't worry about your cats. It's all good. Everyone's sticking around. Uh, I don't mind it. I have dogs too, but they're upstairs. Um, you know, really quick, of course, as always, tell the nerds where they can find the girl on fire, Jesse Nolan. So I have Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all at Jesse Nolan. Um, and I post, I try to post on there pretty frequently. I'm still learning the ropes of the Twitter world. Um, but yeah, um, go ahead and give me a follow and you will get to see my training journey as I continue. There you go, nerds. Go follow the Jesse Nolan on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, you're very lucky because a lot of people aren't able to get the same, same handle. So <laughs> you got lucky with that. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you, thank you so much for coming on the show today, and uh, I'll definitely have you on again in the near future. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. Anytime. All right, nerds, this has been an episode of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I am your host Justin Del Rio. Peace out. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling podcast. If you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.